afternoon, everybody. Hello there. Hello there. Hello, Welcome to another edition, another edition of On the Mark's Watch Talk with your host, Mark, with a C, of course. Nice to see everybody this week with your smiling faces. Yes, we're all smiling how nice we look. And of course, this is show number, what is it? 54. 54. 54. 54. 54 weeks, consecutive weeks we've been... We've gotten together and talk sports. How nice is that? Good to see everyone. Thanks for coming. So uh, 54. We might as well do the number game every time. So who's 54 that you remember? Goose. Goose. Okay. Very good. That's an obvious one. I'm done then. I can't think of it. It's the list I found yeah. was uh, Horace Grant. <laughs> All right. That's how deep we're digging here. <laughs> Horace Grant. Uh, hold on. Um, Brian Erlacher. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah. We're going to These are all obviously uh, defensive linemen. They get Teddy yeah. Bruschi was a 54. Aroldis Chapman, isn't he 54? Yeah. 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 Yankee fans. Randy White. Yeah, he is. Howley. Yeah. A couple of pitches from uh, um, a while back. Brad Lidge. Oh, yeah. Chris Medlin. All right. Not so, <laughs> not so much. Not so uh, entertaining. Uh, Chapman had a nice uh, ninth inning, you know. Usually, when he only has one run, he loses, but he had a nice ninth inning. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. A very nice game for them yesterday. Cole, Cole probably could have done the same thing. Yeah. You never see a guy strike out the side as, as uh, easily as Cole did the inning before, and you still take him out. Go figure. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's baseball today. Baseball today, yeah. Chapman. That's your job. You got to do it. Okay. Cole, Cole, they said Cole was in five pitches of his, the most he had pitched this year, so they must have got scared. Mm. Right. Yeah, that was it. That's it. All right. So uh, during the week, remember our little signal here? Beep, beep. You remember what beep, beep means, right? Beep, beep. He's a roadrunner. A couple of... Uh, uh, unusual, funny, odd names I came up with. Maybe oh. you know some of these. Kyle Funkhauser. <laughs> He's a Detroit Tiger pitcher. Wasn't he <laughs> on Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, Lewis Head. Head. He's a pitcher on Tampa. Uh, Garrett Crotchet. <laughs> well, he's a White Sox pitcher. And then there's a uh, Jorge O-N-A. Owner? Owner. Owner? San Diego outfielder. So there's a couple of uh, beep beeps for you right there. So I wanted to start here uh, with, like, has any of you people been to a, a, a Yankee or a Met or a Giant game? I want to you know how you said you went to. I want to know what's going on at these ballparks. And Larry, you're on a plane, so I, I think it's good to 
share. Some of us may want to go to a game later in the year. What's going on right now? Um, how have you been to a game? This was in uh, San Francisco, right? Yeah, Saturday we saw the uh, Giants uh, beat the Padres 7-1. to one. And uh, before you even get in the game, they have these tables set up with a check for uh, vaccination, proof of vaccination. And then they let you in. You have to wear a mask unless you're eating. And they had just under 10,000 people, which was actually great because we sat about 29, 29 rows behind home plate. And we can hear the umpire call the balls and strikes. We can hear the razzing from the, from the dugout. I mean, it was like watching a minor league game in a major league stadium. There was, and and they had the uh, wooden off uh, seats so that no one was near you, at least six feet away. So I didn't have my wife complaining that she couldn't see in the guy in front of me because there was no one in front of us. Uh, but uh, it was it was so uh, pretty good, you know. Okay. Nothing unexpected. I guess you figured these things were going to. No, no. As I understand it, the A's don't. The A's aren't requiring any proof of vaccination or anything. But everything's changing because I I just heard the CDC's lifting the mask requirements. But I don't know how if, if indoor or outdoor. But it's uh, it's only going to be indoors at like arenas, like concerts or sporting events or on airplanes or doctor's offices, hospitals. So I don't know whether they'll enforce it at, at stadiums, open air stadiums. Uh, but in California, we were going to lift it June 15th. Everything was going to be open, completely open. They would do away with the gear system and everything. So it's happening pretty quickly. Right. Thank you on that. Um... Larry, you were on a plane this past I was week. on a plane uh, two ways. Uh, we had the oh. extra room seat that we, we uh, purchased then. And there were only, uh, there was nobody in the middle seat when, when we went down. And so it was nice to have the, the aisle and the, and the uh, window and no one in the middle. And, um, and it was just a very nice flight and everybody had to wear a mask at all times. Um, and uh, even if you uh, got, if they gave you a drink, um, you're supposed to put your mask on between sips. And and uh, it wow. was on the way back. On the way back, there were issues. Well, first of all, just about every seat was taken. So we did have a person. We gave them the window, and we were in the center and the aisle. And uh, again, you had to wear the mask, but apparently somebody must have taken their mask off at one point because they must have made 10 announcements. If you don't put your mask on, there will be difficulty and we may have to stop at a different airport. And, and they kept stressing it that if you're not wearing your mask, you're, you're gonna be in trouble and report it uh, when the plane lands. So uh, there must've been a couple of people that were uh, messing around. But mm -hmm. other than that, the flight was good. We got in early, 
So there were no gates. <laughs> so we had to sit uh, waiting for a gate to open um, after we landed. And, um, and, then, and then everything was fine. In the airport, the airports were not crowded. And so um, it, it was relatively easy to, uh, if you wanted to buy something, to buy something. Uh, you wanted to sit, you sit. It was, it was pretty, pretty nice in the airports. And again, uh, mandated and, and announced every 10 minutes that you had to have a mask on. Um, and, and everybody did, basically. Which, which airport in New York? It was we're Kennedy. We only go out at Kennedy because uh, Gloria does not like the runways at LaGuardia. So she won't go to LaGuardia. And, and, I agree. And, which and we, landed, we landed in Tampa and left from Fort Lauderdale. Okay. Because we were visiting somebody on the on the East Coast for a day. So you drove over there. So which, uh, which uh, airlines? And that was Delta. And Go Delta was now. very nice about it. And you know, it's interesting. I have the Delta app. It tells you when your suitcase goes on the plane. You get a little note that says, your suitcase is now on the plane. Your suitcase is now off the plane. And every single thing you get told uh, on, on, uh, on, the, on the app. Really nice system. So again, you aren't thrown off by all these little rules and regulations. No, and I, I happened to watch on um, last night on on uh, Lawrence O'Donnell. They had Fauci, and Fauci was saying that outside, if you've been vaccinated, you don't need a mask anymore. Outside, right. I don't care where you are in the country. If you're vaccinated, you don't need it unless. You're waiting to get into a stadium or something with 200 other people. There, you should wear a mask. And, um, but and and on the inside, he says, if you're with people that have been vaccinated and you know them, you don't you don't need masks. So masks are are going. They're soon going to be, I think, gone completely. The need to wear a mask. And we walked yesterday. Uh, Stephen was there. Stuart was there. Uh, that's it, right? Larry, you were not there. Um, and we still wear our masks. We walk, we had, we had 20 some odd people. We still wear our masks. And, uh, you know. No, it's fine, but you don't have to, but doesn't mean you can't. Oh, you can. But like on Sunday, I was in the park on Sunday uh, with my wife and we walked around with no masks. No masks, because they, they said, you don't have to wear a mask unless you're in a Anybody else been to a game or uh, have a similar story to uh, share? All right, so Danny, there's your little uh, update since you're gonna be going in a few weeks, right? On the 31st. Okay. A couple of weeks. And... Yeah, but that time, I almost expect that that's gonna be full capacity. Well, let's, let's, let's wait and see. Uh, so how about the, uh, the Yankee situation that the vaccinated people come down with COVID, which can happen. Which yeah. can happen, or maybe they had it before, didn't know it. They just, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Could be. And then they all said they had the Johnson and Johnson, right? Right. Vaccine you have, if you're fully vaccinated, you still can get it. Yes. But it won't be but, so. But it's, but it's mild. Right, right. I think so. Mild yeah. when you get it. But so they had to isolate, um, but Phil Nevin, 
and a couple other coaches and some staff yeah. members. What was the Gleiber uh, Torres story? Did he come down with it? Anyone know the latest? They said he had it. He had it in, in December, so he has antibodies. But I don't know. You know, they use that phrase that abundance of caution. Yeah. Yeah. A year ago, the Yankees wouldn't be playing for what a week. Right. So right. Times have changed. How they how they treat this? Come on, twenty nine percent. And we heard Fernando Tatis t tested positive, and Eric Hosma Hosma also positive. So uh, you still can get it. Yeah. Well, 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 Mark. Well, think about like when hockey players during like flu season. Yeah. Okay. When. For some reason, because they're always sharing the bottles on the bench, yeah. it, it runs rampant through a locker room, the flu. But yeah. the thing with the COVID, yeah, you could still get it with COVID, but you're just not going to need hospitalization. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, so I guess treat it like the flu or even less than that even. Yeah. Yeah. So, All right. Yeah. Well, we have progressed with the COVID initially. The scare was to go to the respirators. You don't even talk about respirators yeah. anymore. Right. Science has figured out how to treat it. And, and thankfully for that, you know, so, uh, uh, you know, I mean, the, the extreme cases, unfortunately, are always too many, but not as much as it used to be. If you look at the numbers that were reported today in New York State, for yesterday, it was like 1%. Unfortunately, 22 people died. But... Uh, you know, it's all in the in, in the right direction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Get that shot. That's what. Get yeah. that shot. Right. That's what you got to do. Get this shot. So last week uh, we briefly talked about Albert Pujols. The note, the news just came down as we were uh, on the air talking about things, and we said we would talk in detail about him uh, being, of course, released. Uh, by the Angels, and he, he's out there right now. He's a superstar. He's a Shaw Hall of Famer, first ballot Hall of Famer, uh, ending 10 years with the Angels, played 11 years with the Cardinals before. Uh, what do you think? What do you think? You think he should give it up, or he still wants to play? How much do they owe him of that? Does he have one year left in his contract or more? No, just this, thing, just this year. This year. This year. They're going to pay him. They're going to pay him. They're going to pay him yeah. for this year. And I you think if he picks him up, they, they do some combination that the the uh, the Angels pay him X amount and the new team pays him X amount. Yeah. Maybe, 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 a, maybe a team like the Pirates where uh, they're, they're, no, they're not very good and the attendance isn't that is not going to be that good and they could use a little more publicity. Maybe something yeah. like that. But why would he want to go there? He, he, he's free yeah. to go wherever he wants. Why would he want to go there? home runs for 700, right? right? Yeah. Kind of like the Mets in 74 with Willie Mays. You know, it was really great. Yeah. The Mets took him on. Yeah. He's only batting a, a, a buck 98. He only has five homers. He he doesn't like DH and he wants to play the field. Of course, he's a, he's a gamer. But maybe he's lost a step. You know, the, the Angels have Otani. They have this kid, Walsh, for first base. So the writing was in the wall. They want to, like, move on. Uh, Fred, you want to say something? Yeah, I think he said two things. I think he said 
he only wants to play for a contender. Yeah. And he's also got, I think, at the end of his contract, the, when, when he signed the original deal, Angels gave him what they call a 10-year personal services contract for when, it, for, for when he was finished. I, I personally think he should hang it up. I think he's... It's very tough to see guys who have been great go on. I mean, it, it's tough what's going on in Detroit with Miguel Cabrera. Mm-hmm. And he's trying to hang on for 3,000 hits and 500 home runs. Yeah. I think before the season started, he needed 12 homers, 134 hits. You know, it, it, it's it's sad to see when you want, yeah. you know, and you see yeah. the guys play. I mean, you. Yeah, let's be realistic. The Angels made a huge investment in him. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the idea is to, you know, almost buy themselves into a World Series thing. And, and, and it never uh, materialized. Right. Yeah. So I mean, it was a terrible investment from the, from the Angels' point of view. And Pujols laughed all the way to the bank. Right. He was, right. He's, I mean, this thing, he was 31 when he first got the contract. It's ridiculous. You know, 10, year ten years. I think his first, year was, his first year with the Angels was, I think, Trout's first year. Yeah, 2012, I think. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah. But truly a Hall of Famer. Uh, off the record, do you think he took? What? you think he what? took? Uh, any juice? No. I don't think so. I think like he's that? a big guy. Big, no. He's a big guy? No? No. All right. No. You know what? What happens with his uh, personal guarantee for his 10 years? Personal service. Yeah. <clears throat> Was that a question? I, I didn't see it. What, Steve? <laughs> what happens with the personal service 10-year contract? Fred? I'm not sure. I think he, he does some kind of work for the Angels, whether it's uh, like an ambassador to the game or, or whatever. It's I, I don't know the details of it, but I, I read that that's what they gave him. Yeah. So uh, David Ortiz and Pedro Martinez stepped forward and said they weren't yeah. really too happy the way they just released him. A guy like that, like no fanfare, mm-hmm. like you go from park to park, a superstar like him. Uh like you just pull the plug and that's it. That's proper. Yeah. That's life. Is that life? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing if he would have announced before the year, like maybe he should have. This yeah. is this is my yes. end of my contract. It's going to be my last year. You know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what you know, Wall, their uh, first baseman Walsh. All of a sudden, I think he's twenty-seven years old. All of a sudden, he's he's bloomed, came out, yeah. and Otani. State has stayed healthy and is raking it. Yeah. Uh, so I think what Fred says, uh, if Pulos would have said before the season, this was his last season, but obviously he intends to play, try to play beyond that. But yeah. I don't know. I, I can't see any contenders picking him up. I think if you look at the teams, they're pretty much loaded with hitters. Yeah, you know, at least you DH. want to see him go back to the Cardinals and end his end his career with the Cardinals. But do they have any uh room no, for him? Yeah, with no DH, no DH, no DH. He wants to play the field. Yeah. Who is their first baseman? The Cardinals, Goldschmidt. Goldschmidt. Oh, Goldschmidt. Yeah, forget that. Yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I think of? I I think of uh, on the Yankees with Jay Bruce. He had an epiphany. He realized he was yeah. over the hill. 
and he right. stepped down. I mean, yeah. that's the way it should be, you know. With uh, somebody... Kudos to him, you know. He did it the right way. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe. Yeah, a couple of things. Um, you know, because the National League doesn't have a DH, so he's he's really can only catch on with an American League team, I think, realistically. And secondly, I heard a rumor somewhere that he might have been older than he said he was when he oh, first really? signed with the Cardinals. Oh, really? I don't know if anybody else ever heard that. <laughs> that I didn't hear. Uh, I thought I read that somewhere. Okay, I, I, I could be mistaken, but I thought I read it. But his first 11 years with the Cardinals, the last 10 with the Angels, at the stats here from the first 11 mm. and the last 10, nothing. Uh, nine all-star appearances from by the Cards. He only made the all-star team once in the 10 mm. years there. Uh, he had 197 average hits uh, in a full season with the Cards, 162 with the Angels. 123 runs scored per, for a season average with the Cardinals only 77. All his numbers are very, very uh, much lower. Uh, batting average. Yeah, 328 batting average for the first 11 years. 256 has been his average for the last 10 years. Don't get old. Don't, don't get old. Larry, you want to say something? Did he bring in the fans? I mean, because you only take a person that's going to bring in the fans. Did he bring in the fans? Do we know? West Coast, Coast guy, what do you think? Uh, how, no, it's, uh, it's far away, but what do you think? Well, they had Trout. Yeah. Trout came Trout came in, what did you say, in uh, Pools' second year, I think. Trout's this been Trout's there about... Tenth year, I think. Nine, nine ten years, years or something right? like that. So Trout is the, uh, is the guy who brings in the fans. Uh, I mean, yeah, I, I would go to games and uh, like A's games and you, yeah, to see Pools at bat, it was exciting. But it was more exciting to see Trout at bat. You know, if anything, this, this may be this may be his, the last time they give a big contract, a yeah, 10-year contract to someone like that. To somebody in their 30s. Yeah, well, well, I don't think we'll ever see anything more than five years at most. To a player in their thirties. I have to eat those words. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We'll see. All right, that's the uh, the pool hole story. Um, right. Let's talk a little um, Mets. And we've been following it each week. What's been happening yeah. last week? Break up the team. They were at five hundred. Thirteen and thirteen. They just beat the Cardinals that afternoon as we were uh, talking to each other. And we went crazy when Lindor broke his 0 for 26 slump and got it. Was it infield hit? <laughs> okay. Well, now they're in the they're in uh, no, 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 they're no. seven seven in a row. In the first place. The Diamondbacks, the Orioles, in first place, 18 to 13. Right. Exactly. on top right now. They have a very important road trip right now. We'll see how they do in the road trip. But that's their story. Uh, the Carlos Carrasco story, he wasn't progressing right. um, the way they thought he progressed. So they put him on the 60-day IL, so he won't be able to come off until the end of May. Dimo's been out, but he should come back tomorrow. He had a bruised finger. And then the DeGrom story. <laughs> Let's hope uh, this little rest puts him yeah. in. Frame yeah. one, and 
because uh, this could be a, a continuous type of yeah, chronic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then one, you have Almora. Almora got Yeah, that, that was Almora. some play. Did you see that? Yeah. 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 But they brought up this kid. This uh, reminded me of Pete Reeser. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. He was famous for that, right? Yeah. Right. Except that Reeser, they were wooden fences in those days. Oh. Right. No, no padding. padding. <laughs> how about how about this kid is winning the games with with, with dribblers, two game winning yes. uh, bats and no hits. The Mets brought up this Khalil Lee to replace uh, Almora. He's a, a Top prospect, but I think when Nimmo comes back off the IL, they may send Lee back down. So that's a story on that. So I hope DeBrom gets back to his. I bet that they're, they're winning games without hitting home runs, pitching, yeah. defense, pitching. finally hitting. They're pitching. Yep. They're pitching. They have the second best ERA pitching. in the majors. Wasn't it? Wasn't that great of the fans yesterday to to give the ovations to yep. Matt Harvey? I thought that was really. Yeah. 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 I mean, I thought that was really bashed him around a little. Bashed him around with seven runs. Give up a seven runs. What you did, but now we have to win the game. Yeah. Yeah. So they said uh, they finally solved the mystery that the, the mystery uh, hitting guru for the Mets, Donnie Stevenson, yeah. was actually yeah. Pete Alonso. Pete Alonso. I I always thought Pete Alonso one day would be the Mets captain. I don't know how you feel about captains. You don't hear too much about captains anymore. Yeah. But uh, I think he'd be ideal if they don't trade him. <laughs> oh, they're not going to trade him. No, they're not trading him. Yeah, only, well, how many years is he there now? Three? His third year now? Third year. Third year. Too young to get that. Yeah, he's, he's, like, he's like a loud voice, and he's, he's a rah-rah guy, and he's <laughs> everybody. He's not quiet. Is he the union rep on the Mets? I don't know. Alonzo. I think I think Conforto is. Oh, okay. I think. They bring they bring in exterminator for the for the for the tunnel. <laughs> I heard about that. That's a very interesting That's story. That's why they ran in yeah, there. Really right? uh, what do you think really happened with that um Lindor and McNeil? What do you think happened? They were Sigurd. So, said something. Maybe like a pep talk, a little bit like an I, argument. I, 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 think they, I think they, I think they got into an argument about who who was covering second base or yeah, who was gonna, yeah, yeah. And then in, like in the heat of the moment, and I think it's all forgotten. Hopefully, oh, yeah, yeah. It hasn't hurt them. They've been winning ever since. You win so. all those things. Well, 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 look at the Oakland A's in the nineteen seventies. Yeah, remember they used that to team? Really short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, look at Goose Gossage and Cliff Johnson. Mm. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, you remember that? I mean, that, that was injured. These guys all the time. You live with them, and you know. Yeah. Sometimes personalities clash, and you know. Heated right. a moment. Heated a moment. Whatever. The Mets' top pitching pitching prospect at the he's playing with the Cyclones, Matt Allen, yeah. out with Tommy John surgery. Oh. Yeah. Everybody gets Tommy John surgery. Yeah. yeah. They come back stronger. Stronger. Bad Giovanni. Yeah, Lugo, still out. Syndergaard, still out. Yep. Supposedly they'll be back either later this month or next month. So that should be a re- very interesting. It was nice to see the Mets brought up Tommy Hunter. I always like Tommy Hunter. Pitching very well. He pitched very well. 
the first uh, inning of a game a couple of days ago. Yeah, yeah. But I think it's only Monday, I think. limited. They're going to probably send him back. A bit. Mm. How about the Yankees then? So last week at this time, they were 16 and 15 in fourth place. Mm-hmm. Now 20 and 16. Second, second place. place. I think it's the weather helping these old timers. <laughs> <laughs> Warmer weather, right? the weather gets warmer. Watch the, the hitting start to, to come. Um, Boston, are they playing over their heads? What do you think? Yes, yes. yeah, yeah, wishful thinking or what? I don't know. Sometimes a team plays well, they get confidence. You never know. They were the first to three a- wins, you know, because you play that game with them. Uh, Maybe Alex Cora makes a difference. Yeah, amazing. Of it. Amazing. Maybe I don't know. Injuries to pitchers last year, that short season, they were terrible last year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who was the manager last year? Uh, Renicky. I forget his first name. Okay. So I think this happened. Did it happen last week when we were on the show with the Glaber Torres base running play? Did yeah. that happen last Thursday? Yeah, it was in that game. You guys see that sh- that play? Yes. yes. <clears throat> what yeah. did that play, huh? Was that a cool play? Yeah. It definitely hustled. Yeah. A hustle, yeah. 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 That's, what you, that's what happens when you do the shift. They right. Pay. That's right. Should it happen more often? Well, no. The pitcher didn't cover home plate. Right. The catcher right. ran. You're standing the on the mound, I think, the yeah. whole time. Yeah. Watching. So that's definitely right. They had done it the right way. He outrun the uh, the catcher, Maldonado. He outrun. Yeah. yeah. But uh, I hope they don't outlaw the shift. You guys may have different opinions. Yeah. I don't want. Well, they shouldn't. No, they shouldn't. Guys got to learn how to hit. I don't know, but it, it could be a bargaining chip. I don't know. Fred? Yeah. In today's post, they had an interview with Bobby Valentine with me. Oh, no, yeah. Is, is, is running for mayor of Stanford. And he had three things about baseball. And he says, instead of outlawing the shift, you should maybe do it like you limit the pitch, you know, the business to the mound. You can only do so many shifts per game. Oh, and he said that, oh, that would be stra- strategy. Like, like, like if he did, I'm just throwing the number out. You say you can't do more than 10 or 12 shifts in a game. You'd have to know when, when to do it. <laughs> I think that's ridiculous. A little more strategy. Yeah, Michael, I have a worse one than that one. Uh, somebody called on, uh, I think it was uh, in the afternoon, Boomer and Carton. And in order to improve baseball, they suggested maybe you could do away with the slider and and declare the slider illegal. And <laughs> anytime, and, and you can have a lot of controversy with the managers because of uh, because slider will be a ball, and you'll yeah. be surprised because if you look if you look at all the teams, I cannot believe how many batters are batting under 200. Every single team, including the Dodgers, right. You know? And uh, no, nobody's hitting, and nobody's doing anything about it. And uh, let's face it, our sport is getting a little boring. Every pitcher coming in throwing ninety-five to one hundred, right? Uh, Everyone. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, but the majority of the of the hitters are pull happy. A majority yeah. hitters want to hit a home run, and nobody is not part of the game anymore. Milton. Nobody throws a screwball anymore. Mm, right. <laughs> a lot That's of right. pitchers. That was great pitch. Carl Hubble. Carl Hubble. Carl Hubble. 
You know, if you came up as a kid and threw the screwball, I don't think they'd give you a time of day. Look <laughs> what I can do. But you, and you throw it like uh, 82 miles. Get the heck out of here. Go ahead. Here's a, go back on the train. Or something. <laughs> I don't know. So the Yankees got Luke Voigt back. I'm the Yankees. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, got hit in the hand. I hope he's okay. You know what his, what his real name is? No. No. Lewis. Oh, Linwood Voigt. Lewis, L-U-I-S, Linwood, L-I-N-W-O-O-D, Voigt. Luke, yeah. this is his. So, Linwood Voigt. So, so, I'm just telling you so, what I'm <laughs> so, Well, Luke sounds better. Your gold, he's Voigt. Yeah, I know. But uh, my name's not Lewis. Linwood. Lou. So uh, they got your uh, Urshela back from his Stephanie. So he's back. So a couple of the injuries, they came back. They're waiting for uh, Odor, who's still out with his sprained knee. Well, that was a tough hit. I don't know when he's yeah. coming back, but they need him, obviously. And Zach Britton. This yeah. He's coming back sooner than, than later. So that'd be nice if he comes back. And so they're uh, they're coming along, and nice to see they uh, beat the Rays. Do they play the Rays again today? Yeah, tonight, tonight, tonight. Okay, the game tonight. Okay. Yeah. So other uh, baseball news: uh, Max Scherzer became the fifth in history to record ten or more strikeouts in a hundred career games. Hmm. He's the fifth person. He joins Nolan Ryan, uh, Randy Johnson, hmm. uh, Clemens, Pedro Martinez. And him. Only five have done that. So good for him. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer, would you say? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And then uh, a little note on relief pitcher. I'm surprised the, the Mets, because I think he was a free agent this year. Josh Hader? Was he a free agent this year? I don't know. I'm not sure. The Brewers. He's yeah. the fastest pitcher in Major League history to reach 400 strikeouts the fast, in 400 strikeouts in only 234 and two-thirds innings. Hmm. He's done that. So he really, the really pitchers come in. They throw uh, the 97, 98. He passed Craig Kimbrell. And Heraldus Chapman is on the list there. Edwin Diaz, all these fireballers. But he uh, became the fastest. Yes, sir, Michael. Yeah, before you leave baseball, Mark, and everybody, I just finished The Captain and Me by Ron Bloomberg. Yeah. I, found it very in, I found it very interesting to uh, follow those years from 72 right on through when they uh, got good again, because uh, in 76, it was the first time they won the, uh, the playoffs, the, uh, the pennant, in a long, long time. And I never realized that Bloomberg, oh, right? And I never realized that Bloomberg was on the roster in 76 and 77, and he was a very unhappy ball player because he was injured and they were giving him a very hard time because they thought he was shirking. And uh, yeah. he wasn't a happy guy during uh, those really great, glorious Yankee years. And I just want to say one other thing. He was mentioning some of these ball players like Bill Sudeikis. I don't know if anybody remembers Bill Sudeikis. Yeah. Bill Sudeikis was my uh, next door neighbor when I lived on 223rd Street off of Northern Boulevard. And he had a he drove a Ford Bronco. That said, Sudsy Seven. That was a, his, his license plate. And every once in a while, during an off day, who showed up right right next to my house was Munson, Stoudemire, and Hunter. And they would go hunting or fishing or something like that. 
was very, very exciting. And I did notice that Munson was a very grumpy fellow. Right? <laughs> they, they loved him, but he was a grumpy guy. <laughs> That's hard to tell you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Danny? Yeah, a little side story. I was curious uh, to find out. Uh, I was reading today the obituary of uh, Lester Wolf, that on 102 day before yesterday, a former congressman who was the oldest living congressman in the United oh, States. Yeah. And uh, it turns out that his father worked for a brewery which was owned by the Rupert family were the owners of the Yankees. So he was, the story went in a picture that they were very close to the Yankees and he went to a lot of Yankee games and also in, he got a ball signed by every single Yankee of the 1932 World Series Championship. Wow. Uh, can you imagine? I hope, I hope his son still has that ball and they didn't, you know, they didn't sell it. You know, Lester Wolf died on 102. You know, amazing individual. Uh, my father met him at a barbershop in Great Neck. I remember one time my father came home from the elegant barbershop which was across the street from uh, where, where my mother still lives. And he says, you don't know who I had a haircut with today, Lester Wolf, you know, <laughs> back in the, the early 70s. You know, he was um, representative for the yeah. whole Great Neck area from 65 to 81. Interesting life. You know, I was on Facebook with him. You know, and I just found out through Facebook that he passed away. His, his, um, it's, it's a, you know, genetics because um, I used to visit his mother. His mother, I think, his mother, I think, was 105. She was in a really? home in Port Washington. I used to visit her regularly, um, I don't know, a year, for a year or two. A very, very sweet, sweet lady. I only met him once, but um, when you have the genes... Uh, so Michael, what does it say about me? My mother's 102. She was born two months after Lester Wolf. <laughs> you know, and she still has all the marbles. You, know? you have, if you still, if you're that age, you still have all the marbles. Marbles. Yes, physically, it's a different story. When you don't have the marbles at that age. Yeah. I have a congregant. I have a congregant who's 105. Yeah. Except for hearing. She's as lucid as anybody I know. Uh, my mother has yeah. 99% hearing. You can't say anything without her hearing it. <laughs> can't keep a secret from her at all. So it's a selective or? <laughs> what? Selective hearing? No, she hears everything. You know, you walk into an apartment, she's watching TV, the dog next door can, can hear the TV and she does, and I don't, you know, so. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, Michael, that's uh, Sudeikis. He played for the Dodgers. He played for the Yankees. And he played for the Mets. Mm, wow, he played for the Mets. I didn't know that. Wow. I think he played for the Mets. I'm gonna, I'll he wasn't something else in uh, in the book. Bloomberg said he wasn't that that very much of a nice guy. And mm -hmm. as a neighbor, he was fine. You know, we liked him a lot, and uh, it was a, no problem whatsoever. So yeah. there you go. So the Mariners finally called up Jared Kellenic. Uh, He's going to play yeah. tonight. Play tonight, his debut. Remember, he was the one in the Robbie Cano with, with Diaz trade. Yeah. And he's been complaining, saying, come on, call me up, mm -hmm. call me up. He's very outspoken about that. So it'll be very interesting. Uh, a new a new view, a new look, uh, Mariners. And they're also calling up this pitcher, Logan Gilbert, who's a top project, prospect. So maybe we'll hear some stories about Logan Gilbert. Won't be such a surprise. 
because you heard it from me first. Uh, sorry to hear that Todd Frazier, I guess he didn't have it anymore. The, the Pirates even dropped them. So all those teams that dropped them, I, th I think he's done. He was having trouble uh, hitting the ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Time caught up with him. See Albert Pauls. Yeah. What was his nickname? Who, Todd Frazier? Yeah, what was his nickname? The Todd Father, right? There you go. There you go. So <laughs> we can talk about the two no-hitters that occurred uh, uh, two, uh, was it two days apart, right? Uh, John Means. We missed talking about that, I think, last week. And then to, a couple of days later, Wade Miley. No hit the uh, Indians, and uh, Wade Miley been around for eleven years. It was the Reds' first no hitter since 2013. Supposedly Homer Bailey, Fred. Here he was in means is no hitter. It's the only no hitter that the only base runner was on a was on a um an, a, a struck out, but it was a wild pitch. He he actually pitched only 27 guys. I think the guy was thrown out trying to steal second. Yeah, so he came really close to a perfect game, right? And his next game was against the Mets. Yeah, yeah, the, the Tuesday when, night. When did they get the hit? I must have missed that. Right away. I think so, but yeah, he, I think he pitched fairly well. But they, pitched well, but the Mets got a hit right away. Yeah. I'm not sure if it was the first inning or not, yeah. but it was, it was early in the game. I don't think you'll ever. Will you ever see two no hitters again ever? Oh, like Johnny Vandermeer. You might. You might. What? You might. Right. That's a that's a record that will never be broken. It might be tied. Yeah. Can you imagine someone pitching three. I don't know. Huh. I don't know. Talk about what Miguel Cabrera. Cabrera. He yeah. Babe Ruth on the all-time hit list. Yeah. Whoever Babe Ruth was standing, twenty-eight seventy-four. When I wrote this down, I'm sure he's got a couple of more hits since then. Uh, we talked about the Red Sox, the first to win 20. But right behind you, Giants. Playing great. Giants are playing and really well. I love him. This I was him to be always yeah. in first place. Yeah. This was, supposed to, it, this was supposed to be a rebuilding year. Yeah. And they were going to get rid of the, their old stars. And Posey, he's like turning 35, and he, his hip is totally healed. And he's hitting with the power. Crawford and Belt the hitting. And all their retreads, like Wilma Flores or, oh. uh, you know, uh, Longoria or uh, a bunch of young players that they brought up. Yeah, who's this guy, up. Slater? I've seen him. Slater? He looked good a few times I've seen. Absolutely. Uh and uh, pitch, pitching too, uh, I've yeah. uh, done very well either with retreads like Alsman or uh, the guy Alex Wood, uh, and some of the young players. The Giants, uh, as I understand it, have the second best farm system with players next to Detroit. They have, uh, I just read they have out of the top 100 players. They have five of their plays in that top 100. So they're, they're in pretty good shape. I did not expect them to be like even a 500 team this year. Uh, so it's, it's, it's nice. Yeah. yeah. 
Trevor Bauer with the Dodgers, he says he's kind of pissed the way the team's been playing. He says, I came came here because this was a winning team. Yeah. <laughs> Giants are playing great. They thought to be the all-time record for, for wins in a season. I think he Giants, saw that. Giants are, Giants are playing great at home, 14-4 and four at home. Yeah. And you know what? Uh, the manager, uh, Gabe Kepler, Kepler, who's Jewish, by the way, uh, yeah, yeah. is using the entire roster. Everybody's being used. You know, you know, uh, and, you know, he's in the analytics. He and the general manager in the analytics. And it's working. So I, I Maybe the team is... Uh, is uh, poised for that is is a good example of analytics where no one is a big star. You know, right. to see that. Let's hope it continues because I like to hear. Yes. you're a fan of the team. I like yeah. the team do well. Okay, um, a couple other quick notes before we move on. I read that Keith Hernandez is going to be inducted in the St. Louis Cardinals Hall of Fame. Yeah, I realize that it hasn't been yet. Uh, Tommy Hur, John Tudor, and Bill White. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talking about wow. Bill White. Oh, wow, Bill White. He's still alive, so he's right. going to be inducted in the Cardinals Hall of Fame. The Long Island Ducks picked up a former Met, T.J. Rivera again. Uh, he was a Met, and then he got hurt, and then he, he wasn't resigned, and he played with the Ducks. And then in 2019, and then the Nationals signed them last year, but didn't play. He was on their alternate site, uh, but now he's back with the Ducks. T.J. Rivera, remember him? Mm. And remember about a month ago, we were talking about Vanderbilt and their uh, great pitching staff. An article mm. came out about Jack Leiter. That's Al Leiter's son from yeah. Vanderbilt. Well, he got off to a fabulous start a few months ago, but recently has kind of slowed down. No one knows really why. Uh, he's seven and two this year with a two ten ERA. So he was expected to be like number one or number two in the uh, the draft, the major league draft. We'll see what happens down the line. Uh, other stories. Uh, the Tom Seaver statue. Did you hear about that? Going to be delayed until opening day. Opening day. Yeah. yeah. It seems that yeah. the artist is not ready. Hey, beep, beep. <laughs> beep, beep. I just heard that um, Glaber Torres <laughs> tested positive. He did. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow. Gone. Okay. Yes, I guess he can't. Uh, I don't know how. He had the virus. He had the shots, everything. But you can get it again. Yeah. You know what? That vaccine made by Johnson and Johnson is totally different than Pfizer and Moderna. The one from Johnson and Johnson is almost like a, it's an attenuated live virus. That's all. It's a totally different thing. So mm. maybe that's that's the problem that you could still part of the virus. You're not. He's not going to get sick sick from it. Right. But right. you could still test. You know. Have okay. some of that in you. He's not. He's not. He won't be playing. He'll no, be playing, no. Even though you know, he is right. right. Uh, Fernando Mania, Fernando Valenzuela. Well. Remember him? Yeah. Sure. Forty years ago. Yeah. When they had yeah. Fernando Mania. Forty years ago. 
All right. We're all Mark. We're all Open us. If you remember it. Danny, you want to say something? Yeah, there's a lot of questions on you guys uh, that I always thought of. A-Rod ended up on the Yankees because Aaron Boone decided to play basketball. Yep. Right? Right. Uh, A-Rod, for A-Rod, the Yankees gave up, gave up Soriano. Right. So I made the calculation a couple of years ago, I forgot the exact number, uh, during the years that, that A-Rod was with the Yankees. Soriano hit practically the same number of home runs. I was a big Soriano fan. I found yeah. him very excited to get up there with a big long bat and long swing. I loved him hitting. And nobody struck out more than A-Rod, you could say. Soriano struck out as well. But he was yeah. lame because he struck out 22 times in the playoffs that one year. Yeah. Uh, wasn't it really a good trade at the end of the day to get A-Rod and give up Soriano? Not with that contract. The a contract is, is as bad as uh, uh, Paul's because the Yankees yeah. had to inherit that Texas Ranger. And then they renewed it. Right. And then they renewed it. Right. They renewed it. Exactly. Right. I, I was very really sad to get rid of Soriano. I mean, I loved watching a that bad. It was exciting to applaud him and boo him. But Soriano, uh, I, I think, was a much more exciting ball player. I used to go 20 games a year in those days. I don't think oh. he slowed down also. That's why oh. I think the Yankees got rid of him. His bat slowed down. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, Fred, I see you. Go ahead. Yeah. Does anybody remember that at the time before he was acquired by the Yankees, Texas had a trade in place with the Red Sox for Rodriguez? Yes. But, right. but I think the union right. stepped in and, and said right. he was giving up too much or something. So right. much money. Yeah. Too much money on the table, yeah. I, I forget who the Red Sox were going to give up. And they, does anybody remember? Was it Nomar? I, I, I just don't remember. Nomar Garcia Parra. I think that they had maybe. offered really? trade was him for Nomar. Right. Yeah, maybe. Wow. Research will find that out. Okay. Um, I want to, looking at the time, I want to move on to football. The schedule came out. Yeah. First 17-game schedule. <laughs> the NFC. They're going to play um, nine away games, and the AFC is playing nine home games. And next year, they flip-flop it. Um, Governor uh, Phil Murphy, New Jersey, expects full capacity in the stadiums. So that's a few months away. A couple of key matches. I guess you guys read about this. The, the Jets are going to play Carolina and Sam Donald in week one. <laughs> The Bucks and the Cowboys open the season on, on a Thursday night. Um, the Chiefs and the Browns, week one. Good game. Good game. And the Jets have a, an away game in London against the Falcons on um, October 10th. I guess that's Columbus Day weekend. So they're going to go back to those uh, games in, in, in London, just two yeah. this year. And it was nice to see Zach Wilson. Working out in a number two uniform. I think in college he was number one. But I think he put on number two, but it wasn't a definite that he was going to keep number two, they said. And why number two? Because he was the second pick in the draft. Right. Um, the Jets have someone else wearing number one right now, but I'm sure if he wanted one, he quickly would uh, give it up. They still don't have a backup. In place, they have like Mike White, 
and James Morgan. I never heard of James Morgan. That's their backups right now. They're looking. Mm-hmm. Packers signed uh, Blake Bortles because they don't know what's going to yeah. happen with Aaron Rodgers. They yeah. don't know what's going to happen with him. Okay. Um, what else do we have? Oh, they have about Tim Tebow. Coming back, signed as a tight end. He's lucky he knows Urban Meyer. That's the only reason. Out of the Jaguars, they're a little upset about this, believe it or not, off off the bat. I would agree. I would be, Fred. There's also a lot of resentment by the players. There's been a lot of comments that say, How's he getting a job when Colin Kaepernick can't? Right. Same thing. There's a lot of. But didn't the NFL want to have Colin Kaepernick? Do like a, a training session for twenty five scouts, and, I don't know, they... and he, yeah, and and he brushed it off. Really, yeah. maybe you know that. Yeah. I I I heard that this whole signing was to he just needs literally days to earn a uh, pension. Oh, really? I don't think he needs. I yeah. don't think he needs the money, but maybe he's doing it for the medical coverage. Mm. That's what this is about. Really, could be, could be as a tight end. Yeah. I don't no? know. Gimmick plays. I think he's going to play. I don't know. I don't know. I, I doubt we'll it. See what happens down the line. Uh, what else? Uh, but the Giants schedule. The Giants schedule. Who'd they get? Anything fame? Anything uh, fancy? Opening against Denver. So Pat Shermer comes back. Oh, oh yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Maybe Aaron Rodgers. And, and they also play. They also play Carolina in the Meadowlands, so Sam Donald can come back to the Meadowlands. Right, right, right. The um, there, there's a title game this weekend, uh, a college. Oh. You didn't know it. South Dakota State is playing Sam Houston University. Yeah. No idea what the line is, and don't yeah. ask me if I care. Okay. Don't ask me what the nickname is. It was a quarterback who died. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Colt Brennan, 37 yeah. years old, found unconscious for a few days, never recovered. Played for Hawaii. Yeah, he was really oh, good. Oh, in 07, he was a Heisman finalist. Colt I forgot Brennan. that. I really forgot that. And he held a season record in college for touchdown passes before Joe Burrow mm-hmm. in the year at LSU. Mm. Little facts come out when someone yeah. dies. Drafted by Washington in the sixth round, sixth round. I don't think he ever played. Spent two years with the team, then went to the Raiders for a year. Played in the CFL, the Canadian Football League, and he played arena football. But 37 years old, gone. Okay, what do you got in basketball? Any basketball? He's lots of basketball. Basketball, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Get over. Knicks, Knicks finally made it. They're, made they're in. in. but they made it. Next about period. those Warriors beating yeah. and uh, beating Utah right. and then Phoenix, right? They're trying to get seventh or the, the eighth seed. If you get the seventh or eighth seed, you have two chances to win to get into the playoffs on in the play-in. I understand. Yeah. So uh, what happens? It, they take ten teams. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah. first six are automatically in. First six. Right. So seven, eight, nine, ten. The way they're doing it, seven plays eight, nine plays ten. The, the winner of the seven-eight game becomes team number seven. The loser of the seven-eight game plays the winner of nine-ten, right. and that winner is the eighth seed. 
Right. I think he's got it. They have to be once. The lowest seed has to win one, and the, and the highest seed has to win two? The, the tenth, the ninth, the tenth seed. The, whoever wins the first game survive. has to win the second game to get the eighth seed. Right. The, seven, the, seventh, the seventh and eighth seed can can uh, has one. two games to possibly. So like like right now, I think in the, in the West, the Lakers would play Golden State. Oh. I think I'm, I'm just looking at the standings now, and that's one game. Right. Yeah. If the Lakers win, they become the seventh seed. Right. Then Golden State plays the winner of the of the nine ten game, which is um, Memphis and uh, San Antonio. So right. if Memphis wins, then Golden State will play Memphis for the for the eighth seed. Ron, you were talking to us about four months ago that uh, you might as well just give the Lakers the cup or championship right now. What happened? Well, let's let's just see when everybody comes back. <laughs> and at the end of the year, when we're hoisting the trophy, <laughs> everybody could uh, come talk to me about it. I still, I still believe. Look, Lakers have had a lot of injuries. Yeah, you know. Oh, and all uh, excuses. What's that? The excuses, the injuries. No, but no, I mean, last, last night they played without four players, and they, I mean, look, yes, it was against Houston. They didn't have LeBron. They didn't have uh, AD. Uh, who else? Uh, Schroeder's been out. Caruso uh, was out. Who? And Caruso was out, too. Uh, Caruso, too. So, you know, we'll see what happens. So that, that's why they rest? play the playoffs. So let me ask you, how many big basketball players play through injuries? <laughs> not many. You know, I mean, yep. not many, without a doubt. You know, look at the next. You know, like, you know, they get the, the, the pinky toe hurts to sit out. Well, you know what? That's you know? every every sport. You could say Four that about every sport yeah, sure. except for hockey. Yes, yeah. I fully agree with you. I always yeah. said the, the hockey players are the best fit players. What? Ron, could the Lakers avoid the play-in game, or is that going to be automatic? They're, they're, that's, that's, no, they, they actually can. Uh, because yeah. Portland has a back-to-back -back with Phoenix, yeah. and, and I forgot who their last game is against. And if the Lakers win out, the Lakers don't have a hard schedule to finish the year. Yeah, one game behind Portland and Dallas. Right. So they yeah, could possibly – No, actually half a game. No, 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 one game, one game. One game behind it. Very exciting. Coming down to the end like this. Very exciting. Yeah. 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 On, a, on a side note, if I just may say, you know – when it comes to all-time basketball players, I was once again impressed this morning on the uh, CBS News this morning. Jabbar was being interviewed. It's a guy that I always admire and listen to, love yeah. to listen to. And he has, has his new charities out and books that he writes. And he was telling the story on why he refused to, to play basketball for the United States Olympic team in Mexico. And the reason behind that, I did not know this until this morning, that the head of the U.S. Olympic Committee was the same head of the U.S. Olympic Committee in 1936, who, who, who wanted to appease, uh, sort of appease to Hitler and therefore didn't want any Jews in the U.S. Olympic teams. And just because of that, Jabbar did not play for the U.S. Olympic team in Mexico. Avery Brandage. Uh, absolutely. Yes. Horrible, horrible, yeah. horrible individual. Yeah. 
And, he was a, uh, he was, was very close to being a Nazi himself, Brundage. I was, right. I was so impressed with that statement. Right. I did not know that story. Uh, Jabbar, once again, just uh, uh, amazement. Just amazed me. I just wanted to put in that side note because it really, you know, it was in this morning's news. He was being interviewed by um, somebody in the CBS News this morning. So anyway. Yeah, speaking of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, I don't know what the award is for, but the NBA announced today their, their new award in his honor where they're going to give $100,000 to the winner of the award to give to a charity of his choice. That's what they were talking about. That's, yeah. yeah, that did was they, a subject. Did they say the what the criteria for the award was, Danny? I forget. I came, I came in like yeah, I, I missed I, the real beginning of the interview. I just saw the song on TV. And... Well, if you start today, I'll be in tomorrow's paper. I'm sure. Yeah. Here and there. Uh, Ron, you want to talk about your boy, uh, Russell Westbrook? Oh, well, he's yeah. he broke uh, Oscar Robertson's career triple-double yeah. uh, record, which is pretty amazing, I think. And... Uh, you know what can you say? He's, he's been an amazing player. They they did lose last they lost two games in a row to Atlanta, but you know it's funny that people are saying nobody wants to play the Wizards in the playoffs. They don't want you know especially if Beal comes back because of his hamstring. Yep. So everybody's Hi. a little leery of, okay. of the Wizards. I'm just going to be in the sanctuary eventually. They, uh, the way they, the way they uh, started, the way they started, uh, not right. so good. They come, they come back pretty strong since. Yes, they have yes. a winning record over the last. I don't know how many games, but uh, from way, way they were like way, way, way below five hundred. They, uh, yeah. they, they, but Westbrook's a pretty amazing player. Yeah, yeah. You know, for yeah. someone his size too. Yeah, yeah. You they, know, score and, and obviously yeah. assists and all that. But um, uh, who's this player than the Knicks sign? Anyone know anything about him? This Luca Vildoza from Argentina. Must be a very good point guard from Argentina who knows the game. It's a young guy, he's 25 years old, going to play for them in the Olympics. So this is someone we could watch in the Olympics. <laughs> See, he's because Nick signed him, so they yeah. gave him four years, thirteen point six million dollars. He's twenty five years old. Um, that's a pittance these days. I know. Yeah, that's pretty cheap. <laughs> <Not in Argentina. laughs> so, if you didn't know, the New York Liberty, the ladies, uh, are yeah. going to play their games in the Barclays this year. Last year they played in the bubble, and two years ago Madison Square Garden. Turn off the bubble machine. I guess Madison Square Garden threw them out. I don't know that story. Why they left the garden? Anyone know? They they, they sold the team. The owner of the Nets now owns them. Oh, oh, uh, 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 <laughs> your connection. There's yeah. your answer. Yeah. Let's talk a little of hockey. Well, we have hockey time. Uh, well, right? big time we got, in New York, right? Right, go ahead, run. Playoffs. I was watching a fight well, in a hockey game, oh, bro. That's yeah, not the big right? story. <laughs> yeah. What do you got? Uh, well, before we start with the playoffs, the Rangers fired their head coach. Like, yeah. yeah. They, they actually fired <laughs> the whole coaching staff except for one player. Right. The one goalie. coach. The goalie, the goalie coach. The goalie Benoit coach, right. Allaire, who's like a, he's a goalie guru, as you know, he, he was uh, Henrik's uh, coach. So he was the only one kept, and there's a lot of speculation uh, who the new coach might be. Maybe Tortorella might come back. 
Tortorella is only a fix for about three or four years. Then the then the players get tired of him. You know, he's he's too tough on the players. I don't know how Chris Kreider would feel about him coming back. That's for sure. I know they they uh, bumped heads a lot, but uh, and then now now the hockey playoffs are starting this weekend. You got Saturday. You got the Caps uh, playing the Bruins, which should be a good series. And then Sunday, the Islanders start their playoff. Uh, it's pretty fun. You know, um, you know, you know. It's interesting that they're starting the playoff Saturday, but yet there's also regular season games on Saturday. That's right. For the, in the West, you know, yeah, in West. Canada, right? <laughs> exactly. Because I think that's, Vancouver missed a lot of games. And, oh, that's wow. Oh. So you know who? Um, the Rangers picked as their team MVP. Oh, is that Adam Fox? Adam Fox. Yeah. Name comes up again. Um, the Seattle Kraken. <laughs> At least the Kraken. Right. Uh, they're officially a team. They made the final installment to, uh, to the $650 million entry fee. That's what you had to pay to be a franchise in the uh, NHL. Welcome to the Pacific Northwest. Their arena is the Climate Pledge Arena. You know what a Kraken is? No, no. Gary Sanchez. A Kraken. It's a fish? A Kraken is a, look it up, is a legendary sea monster of gigantic size and uh, uh, cephalopod. Like sure, whatever you say. Handle Davies. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> He'll take the dog, right, Alan? Yes. According to Talk about money. You know, going back basically, or what did you think of the uh A Rods group buying the Timberwolves for one and a half billion? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So. I guess he doesn't know what to do with his money. He couldn't buy the Mets, so he went to a big Couldn't Timberwolf. buy J-Lo either. Couldn't get yeah. J-Lo either. Couldn't buy her either. He's saving money on jewelry, so. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing with that. Those things. Is he moved on. Back to the other guy. Actor. What's his name? And Affleck. Affleck. Affleck's yeah. the yeah. Oh, Affleck. Uh, yeah. The duck. Uh, Benefer. The duck. <laughs> hey, the greatness yeah. is this weekend. If yeah. you, you horse racing fans. Yeah, I won't be there. Unfortunately, they're supposed to race with the have they, have they come out with that second uh, drug test? They said the results would be tomorrow. Oh. At least that's what the papers said we yesterday here in New York. See, Buffett was claiming they used this drug for the laminitis of the horse, the hoops, and he's claiming that twenty-one pictograms were were uh, found where the ster the illegal steroid was was uh, part of it and it wouldn't affect the horse's uh performance at that low level that's the story that's the story but of course you're gonna say something yeah. like that obviously Fred there's another story I don't gonna repeat this I don't know but Baffitt said that yeah the horse's groom right was sick taking cough medicine and in the stall, he urinated in the stall 
and and the horse, <laughs> the, the horse <laughs> hit some hay, ate some hay where the guy was, and that's how it, the horse got the got the thing, the drug. How many yeah. times? How many times has Baffert been caught? I think it's I seven. Wow. He's done it a few times. Like, yeah, you heard yeah. that story more yeah, than a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. So if it comes back uh, positive tomorrow, he could be scratched, right? Right. He could be scratched. Uh, I don't know what these things do. I know that Lasix is illegal. But yeah, it was Lasix given to me in the hospital 20 years ago, and I didn't run any faster from it. <laughs> yeah, we do all running in the uh, frequency. <laughs> 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 so, uh, any news in bowling? Maybe they put on you. Well, let me see. Uh, personally, this week, I hit two jackpots on Harold Lane by bowling 75 pins over my average good. on Friday wow. and, yesterday and also good. last night. So Very good. <laughs> All right, Danny. All right, Danny. You're doing it, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm almost back to being myself. Uh, I can't seem to put three good games together, but I developed a blister on my last game last, last night, and that screwed me up. Hey, this is league bowling still? League, league bowling. League. I got three, three weeks left in the winter season. So. Uh, in tennis, a report came out there were no Americans rated in the top 30 for the first time in 50 years. In men's, right? Men's. Yeah. Men's. And nobody? Fritz is number 31. You know, a lot of those names. Crazy. Crazy. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> They're all playing pickleball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're right. Like me? Yeah, I, I don't understand. Pickleball, I understand. Yeah. The game they do on, on TV in which they play the outside in a circle, a small circle, they play doubles, and they have to smack the ball into a little hole in the middle. Any guys ever watch that That's game? Golf. No. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> they play, they're like really, really close in a circle, and they're hitting it back and forth like a ping pong, but on the on the grass. And the whole idea is to knock it into a hole in the middle, a big hole. I don't understand that game at all. I watch, I watch, I watch. I don't understand. What channel you watch is on? It's one of those high numbers on in FiOS. And the uh, was it one of those like five ninety seven or something? Yeah, like that? around there. Check it out. Let me know what's going on. And mm -hmm. I mentioned earlier, Evan Roberts and Chris Carton will be on TV simulcasting. Uh, SNY with WFAM starting May 24th. For all you people like to hear sports talk radio yeah. other than on the mark. And now <laughs> Michael has something to say he wanted a few minutes. Michael, what do you got for me in that 1954 stuff? Oh, great. Thank you. Uh, I, I Yesterday in the gym, a guy comes over to me and says, Michael, you're a nice guy. I have something for you because I know you like baseball. So he gives me this. I don't know if everybody can see it. Let me turn a little lower. That's the, uh, what's about oh. it? The, uh, okay. So it's the Mutual Baseball Almanac from 1954. And it covers, it covers the season of 1953. And I found it fascinating. And I'll end with a trivia question, which is uh, also pretty interesting. But some of the things that were interesting in this book, they have tips on watching baseball. And they have articles about each position. For example, the batter is written by Stan Musial. And then the pitcher is written by Robin Roberts. Mm. And other things, or other things, the catcher is Roy Campanella. The first baseman is by Whitey Lockman. 
The uh, oh, second baseman is by Jackie Robinson. The third baseman is Al Rosen. The shortstop is Phil Rizzuto. The left fielder is Stan Musial again. Mm-hmm. Now, the center fielder, who would you suppose would be the center fielder from 1953? Mantle. Mantle is almost up Young. to time already. Probably Snyder. Uh-huh. No, no. Yeah. It was uh, Larry Doby. All right. He covered, oh. he covered center field. Yeah. And, and left field. Was it left field or right field? We didn't cover right field. The real, 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 oh, real. real nut job. Who do you think that might be? <laughs> Jimmy Pearsall. And the book is fascinating and it shows uh, replicas of all, all the stadiums, pictures of all the teams, team pictures of, of that time. And then in the back, it's so backwards, I'm sorry, is the box score. Could you see? Mm. Could you make it out? The box yeah. score of the World Series, the deciding game of the 1953 World Series. And I found that to be fascinating also. But then again, uh, uh, Mark says I could use this for the trivia question. Mm. And I came up with an interesting trivia question. This is the batting leaders in the National League, in 1953. And I'm going to go up from number 10, and I'm going to ask you guys to tell me who do you think was number one, the number one batter in 1953. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start with number 10. Number 10 was Roy Campanella, who also, if I'm not mistaken, that year, led the league in RBIs. He had uh, 142 RBIs, which is incredible. On Before that, number nine was Ted Kaczewski. Mm-hmm. Number, next is Monty Urban going up. Then Jackie Robinson. And before that was Richie Aspern, Don mm-hmm. Mueller, Duke Snyder was number four, Stan Musial was number three, number two was Red Shandings, and mm-hmm. you guys, who do you think was number one in 1953? Mm-hmm. And if you're struggling, I'll give you a hint. Carl Ferrillo. Carl Ferrillo, very good. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Very good. Very good. Very good. Isn't that the year he got into the fight with DeRosha and... The season was cut short, or am I wrong? That might have been the year. That might have been the year. But if you guys didn't get it, what was his average that year? 344. Uh, Gorilla batted. Who said that? 344. Joe, I did. You're really good at this, okay? If you guys guys didn't get this. Google's it really quick, huh? Right, right. If you guys didn't get this, in 1968, I was working as a letter carrier in Maspeth, New York, Maspeth, Queens. And I finished my route very, very fast. I used to hang out in a bar. And in that bar was a down and out, constru- out, out, out of work construction worker with a big tattoo in his arm. And it was Carl Ferrillo. And that would have been, uh, been my clue if nobody knew that. But that's my story. The, the book is fascinating. It's like a real treasure. I, I wonder uh, what it would be worth if it were in pristine condition. It's like this over here. But... Uh, that's my story, and, and that's my trivia question. Thanks for the time, Mark. No problem. Who else has another question? I got. Uh, okay, uh, Howie. Joe, you have one too. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh, which two major league ball players have hit hit forty or more home runs for three different teams? There's only mm. two major league ball players who've done that. 40 or more home runs 
for three different teams. 40 or more. That's in the Hall of Fame. Huh. Reggie Jackson? Jackson? No. Dave Good Kingman? Dave I, Kingman? No. Oh. Frank Robinson? No. No. Cincinnati Volta. 40 home runs, three different teams. Right. Jim, 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 Jim Tomey? Tome is correct. Tomey wow. for Cleveland, Phillies, and the White Sox. Right. Right. <laughs> the other one's more obvious. Really? <laughs> but he's not in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame and not Hall of Fame. Not in the Hall of Fame. Alex Rodriguez. Mark McGuire. That's right. Wow. Alex Rodriguez. Oh, yeah. Seattle, Texas. When you, when you said obvious. Texas and yeah. the That's it. Is there more? That's it. That's it. Just two. That's a good question. Good question. Uh, Fred, you have one? Yeah. On this day in 1958, Stan Musial got his 3,000th hit against the Cubs. Who was the pitcher? Oh, wow. Cubs. Like, Give you a hint. I'll give you two hints. Glenn Harvey. What? No, Glenn he was Harvey. born. He, he was born. I think he was born in Europe, and he later played on a World Series Baltimore Orioles team. Fifty-eight. Fifty-eight for the Cubs, but he later played on the Orioles when they won, I believe, in '66. Oh, Al Herbowski. Yeah, Modrobowski. Modrobowski. You got it right. I confused yeah. him with Al Horvath. Yeah, I think he was born in Poland. The mad Hungarian. Boy, too. Mad Hungarian, yeah. Milton, yeah, I want Yep. After Joe DiMaggio's 56 straight hitting streak, what's the next highest one? 44. 44, right? Tommy Holmes. Tommy Rose. He rose titles. He rose. Holmes, I think 37, I think. And who offered Joe DiMaggio a bonus? Hines. If he Hines. Was 97. Hines. One more. Oh. Nike. 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 Nike, who offered him a bonus if he'd hit one in the 57th. Oh, I would have said Hines, too. You know, I did, see, Hines. I did see Joe DiMaggio play in his last year. My sister took me. I was a kid. Oh, wow. And, uh, he was so graceful. I think we watched him in old-timers uh, games. No, but I saw him when he was still playing. After his 56, he didn't hit. Then he went on to hit for 30 more games. That was it? He did. Who? DiMaggio? 17, I think it was. The 19, it's Right. I think he reached base 74 games in a row. So reached base yeah. safely. This, this isn't a trivia question. I'd just be curious. Is anybody in, what was his batting average for those 56 games? Anybody know? Oh, we'll have to look that up. I guess. Yeah, what are the other two DiMaggio brothers? Vince oh, Dom and, Vince. Dom and, Dom. and Dom. Dom and Vince. Vince and Dom. Wow. Uh, who wore that? They both wore glasses. One wore glasses. I think Dom wore Dominic. Dominic, Dominic played for the Red Sox. Yeah, yeah, Vince played for. Uh, the Braves, the Boston, the old Boston Braves, and I think one or two other teams. Oh, I got one more. You got a question? Go ahead. You know, this player passed away the past week, and he was the last living Boston Brave. Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Crandall. Right. Oh, right. Right. I passed right. that ball, it up. I was I watching that. Yeah, yeah. And, spe and speaking of baseball, no 
Phillies put JT Riomuto on the COVID list. Oh, really? Wow. Saw that today. She came, just came across on the wire of game I'm watching. Well, it's starting to go around again, boy. Ooh. Yeah, amazing. So I saw this. These two questions here. Like, I, I, I am hopefully the answer is correct. But what's the longest major league baseball player's last name? Hmm. <laughs> Current or ever? I think it's ever because he's not playing anymore. Not Saltamus. Not Saltamanakia. Jared Saltamanakia. Letters. I don't know. And then it got the other way. How about the shortest names in baseball history? Uh, oh. 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 oh, I don't mean side of Hood oh, but major league, you know, yeah, right. MLB. There was an oh. oh, Soon Juan O. Oh. Oh. There was a Fu T Ni and I. And, and Mark, how many, how many letters did Arnie Porter Guerrero have? Right. I remember the picture. Count it. Count Porter Guerrero and see, see who has more letters. And too, bad, and too bad Porter Carrero never pitched to Salt Then they had a little uh, thing here on what Hall of Famers, famous Hall of Famers, never won a World Series. I wonder if this means never appeared. Ted Williams. Ted Banks. Ted Banks. Maybe. Ted Williams. Like a first base. They have uh, three names here. First All base. Famous, never won a World Series. They, maybe they appeared, but never won it. First base. Well, uh, yeah. only Banks or short, is he at shortstop? I have Banks at shortstop. Get yeah, okay. he played first later in his career. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Why do you lock me? I don't have them. No, Hall of Fame. I have Bagwell, Killebrew, and Tomei. Kevin wow. Yeah. Right. Tomei. Right. Tomei never played. Second base. Great second right. baseman. Hall of Famer. Never won a World Series. Was it Carew? Rod Carew? Carew. I have Rod Carew on the Nelly list. Fox. Nelly Fox. Right. He would have played, Fox. but not won. He was in the 59. Right. right. He played, but didn't win. Win. I don't even have him. I have Ryan Sandberg on my list, but that's good. Shortstop yeah. at Banks and Yad. I have third base. I have Adrian Beltre. Uh, is he in yet? No, he's not he's in not yet. yet. He'll, be, he'll, be, he'll be. He'll be. He will be, but he's not. And Ron Santa? Yeah. You know what? Every position, just pick a cub. Yeah, <laughs> Billy Williams, right? Billy Williams, Billy Williams right. in left. Uh, That's right. Ferguson oh, Jenkins on the mound. On the mound. Yeah. They had Barry Bonds. Ted right. Williams. Ted never won a World Series. No, no, right. no. They, did, they didn't win in '46. Yeah. I think he was. Right. Yeah, yeah. Ken Griffey Jr., Larry Walker, going to be inducted this year. Tony yeah. Gwynn. Billy, Billy Williams, right. like we said. Billy Williams, right. yeah. yeah. Mike Piazza, and it goes yeah. on. Yeah. Could I just ask Ron a question? Yeah. Uh, Ron, what, what did Jack Brickhouse used to say in a cup game when there was a high pop-up? Oh. I have no idea. This must have been before my time. I heard, him, I heard him say, there's a high pop-up. Let's hope a cup could get under it. <laughs> <laughs> we got five minutes. Just got more questions. Come on. <laughs> No questions on your behalf? 
Who was the That's last baseball player to, to come to at bat without a helmet? Remember, wearing a helmet was optional. The last one? Who was the last player to bat without a helmet? Then they said everybody has to wear a helmet. Anyone know his name? Wow. I think he was a Red Sox. Bob Montgomery. Bob Montgomery. Okay, Mark. I got a question. Who was the last hockey player? Gump Worsley. No, not to wear. Right. Craig McTavish for the Rangers. What about Emil Francis as a goalie? He never wore a mask. Mark, I got one. It's from today's paper, though, all right? That's all right. In 1980. Okay. Uh, on the Cincinnati Reds, this player hit two home runs in the in the fifth inning, including a grand slam, at the, as the Met Reds beat the Mets fifteen to four on this day in nineteen eighty. So a Mets you're talking about? Or a no, no, no. The guy is on the Reds. Hit two two home runs in the same inning, including a grand slam, to beat the Mets fifteen four on May thirteenth, nineteen eighty. You got to give us a hint. Later played for the Mets. No. no, Boston was gone already. Later played was on the was on the '86 World Series team. A red Ray Knight, right? Oh, that's right. Oh yeah, oh. Ray Knight. Ray Knight. Wow. He is just catch up. I got yeah. another one. If you, I got another one. If it's today's paper, that says that this is the first. I don't know if there's been after this. Who is the first father-son combination as pitches to record 300 wins? Oh boy! I don't know if it's been done after that, but this happened in two thousand. They both won the. The numbers combined. The father combined. and the son won three hundred wins. It says oh, it was the first. Sure. I don't know if it's been done afterwards, but at least wow. they were the first. Father, picture, pictures. Father well, yeah. has a very big New York connection. Stottlemyre. Exactly right. Mill oh, Stottlemyre and Todd Stottlemyre. Uh, I have one. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what player on the 1962 Mets played in the 1961 World Series? So that would have been for the Reds. Yeah, right. Was it Elio Chacon? Right. Woo. I remember they got him from the Reds. I remember. Red. So uh, Lou Brock oh. led the National League in stolen bases each year from 66 to 74. Except in 1970, hmm. who won the stolen bases? Uh, it wasn't Bobby Bonds. Hmm. It wasn't Bert Campaneris. Wasn't <laughs> Willie Davis. It was. Ori Wills. Bobby Poland. Oh, yeah. Bobby. Remember oh, Bobby the Reds. Sure, outfielder. Yeah. So in um, a few more minutes, I have one. Morgan was one of seven Hall of Famers to play in the 1983 World Series, which was the Orioles and the Phils. Yeah. Right. Who were the other six Hall of Famers, eventual Hall of Famers, 1983 World Series, in which I guess the Orioles beat the Phils. Right. Uh, Morgan was a Philly. Ripken. Ripken is one. Eddie Murray. 
It's two. Very good. You're on a roll. Brooks Robinson, or was he retired? Uh, uh, 83. Brian Sandberg was on the Phillies then, was he? Gone. Yeah. Carlton? Carlton. That's right. three so far. Okay. Three more. One was a great pitcher for the Orioles. Jim Palmer? Jim Palmer. Four. He was still around? Then? He was still wow. wow. around. And then the other two were Phillies. Mm. Great third baseman, one of the greatest of all. Mike Schmidt. Mike Schmidt. Oh, Schmidt. Yeah. And one was playing with the Phillies, but you don't consider him a Philly. You, you consider mm. him more red. Oh, well, well, Pete, Pete Rose, but he's uh, not an old thing. Tony, per, no. Tony yeah, Perez. Yeah. Tony Perez. Tony Perez. Playing the Phillies. Him as a as a Philly. Really? Wow. Interesting stuff there. Mm. Yeah, you want it, Michael? I have one. Yes. In the 19, 1959 World Series, game one, who hit a home run to the left and the guy in the stands spilled all his beer and trying to catch the ball? Chuck Kasachian? Who? No, no. I'll give you a hint. Wally Moon. Wally Moon. Wally Moon. Muscles in baseball. What? Ted Klesuski. Right. right, White Sox. Thanks for the White Sox. All right, boys. I'm gonna uh, pull the plug on you people. Now you're having so much fun. Yeah. Want to go to dinner and do all that stuff. Great having you aboard today. Thank you, Mark. And uh, bring your questions along. I'm sure we'll have a nice, lots of stuff to talk about between now and next week. Again, thanks for coming and uh, stay healthy and all that stuff. And. Yes, sir. Take care, guys. Oh, good yeah. job, Mark. Good one. Each other Thank each you. Good job, Mark. And remember not to wear a mask anymore. <laughs> Take care, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.